ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, welcome to season three, year three of the No Higher Calling podcast. Happy New Year. A new year is upon us and I love this time of year. It's just my personality, if if you've been listening to the podcast long, you know. Um, I am a planner. I love to analyze things and find rhythms and routines and things that just help life go smoother. Um, And life is always changing so it always needs reassessed. Um, I love to set goals. Um, I know resolutions is a big word. That's a buzz right now. Um, I I like the word goals. Um, Goals are things, I feel like the word goal is a little uh, more flexible. You know, a resolution to me feels like kind of locked in, whereas the goal is like, this is what I'm shooting for, but I'm going to give myself grace because... I am in a chapter of my story where I need grace, and I don't think that I'm the only one that is there. Whatever your life looks like, and I'm sure it looks completely different than mine, so maybe you are a single lady, maybe you are a young wife, a young mom, Um, maybe you're an empty nester, maybe you're in the grandma stage, you know, and it can fall anywhere in the spectrum in between that. But I think all of us have just have so much going on. Our life and our culture is such a busy go, go, go culture um, that I think sometimes we can come to this time of year and it's just another time to feel overwhelmed and hit with the like, well, should I even try to set resolutions or to make goals because (laughs) I didn't make mine last year or it's just too much. It feels like I can barely, you know, get up in the morning and get food on the table three times a day, much less make all of these big and lofty goals and resolutions for a new year. Um, So I just want to start off this episode by just reminding me and reminding you all that we just have to have grace with ourselves, um, that seasons look different. And if you're in a season where you just feel like you can't put anything else on your plate, that's okay. Have grace in that season. And I am in that season. Um, we're about to move life. I, I don't really know what life is going to look like. So yes, I have set goals. Um, But I'm giving myself grace that if they don't get achieved, that's okay. I don't have to mark it off as a failure. And also, some of my goals um, are a little bit different than they've been in the past. Normally, I'm I'm a very high achiever. And I like to see um, different things just get accomplished and checked off my to-do list. So I may set really high and lofty goals. Um, Whereas this year, I'm setting some things that at first I was like, well, that's not even like a goal. But but it is and it is and it is important to me. And so you'll see some of that as I go through later into the episode. But also I wanted to speak to the person who maybe this time of year has just brought you a lot of sorrow. You know, I see so much excitement and you know, it's been a great 2022. It's going to be an even greater 2023. And like I said, life has seasons and sometimes you are in that season of joy. The Bible talks about seasons. It says, you know, there's a time to rejoice and have joy, but there's also a time to mourn, a time to weep. And I've been 
I've been in seasons where I close out a year and I just breathe a sigh of relief. Thank you, Lord, that that year is over. Please don't let this next year be as difficult or more difficult. And sometimes there can be almost a fear or trepidation going into a new year after coming through a hard season, wondering, what am I going to face? Maybe you're in a situation, maybe it's an illness, maybe it's an unresolved relationship issue. Um, You know, maybe it's just a season of waiting and waiting and waiting and asking God for something and feeling like he isn't answering. Um, I I just, all that to say, I understand that coming to this time of year, there are a lot of different emotions for different people. And I just want to try to encourage you on whatever part of the spectrum you are. And I want to encourage you with this verse that God gave me. And it is Deuteronomy 31.8. It says, And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. I told myself I was not going to cry. But I don't think I can read that. I don't want to start. I don't want to start the podcast, the first episode of the year, being super emotional. But it just tends to get that way with me, especially in this current season of life. Um, But, okay, my tears are coming from a heart that just says, thank you, Lord, for your word and for your promises that we can cling to. Let's walk through this verse real quick. And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. So we're all on the precipice of a new year. Maybe you're excited. Maybe you're anxious. Um, maybe you're maybe you're dreading something that you know is coming into this new year. Maybe you're just unsure. Like me, I don't know what this year is going to look like. Is it going to be a good year? Is it going to be a bad year? Um, you know, we have a lot of good things on the horizon, but we don't know. We don't know what each day brings forth. Um, but we can trust that no matter what emotion a new year brings, no matter what lies before us, whether known or unknown, he goes before us. I have been studying Psalm 23, which we're going to be getting into on the podcast this year. Um, but at studying the shepherd and the heart of the shepherd and how the shepherd takes such care to walk the difficult paths that the sheep will be walking, to, to forage through paths and trails and deserts to find the lush grass, the place where he knows that his sheep will be safe, where they can grow, where they can where they can thrive. It's the same way with our our shepherd, the great shepherd of our souls. He goes before us. He knows what is ahead and he chooses all things for, for his glory and for our good. And it continues and it says, he will be with thee. So he not only goes before us, but he comes back and then goes with us. He will not fail us, neither forsake us. You may feel like he's failed you. You may feel like he's forsaken you. There's been seasons in my life where I feel like I prayed and prayed and it just was silence, silence. But ladies, even when God is silent, he can still be at work and he will not fail you. He will not forsake you. So fear not neither be dismayed. Don't be downcast. Don't be, um, don't be sad. Don't be full of sorrow and, and, and this dismay. Look up, look up, get your eyes fixed on heaven. Get the eternal perspective. Sometimes this life can just bog us down. Um, whether you're in a good season or a bad season, there's just a lot out there. And just keep your eyes fixed on Jesus Christ. As we walk into a new year, do not fear do not be dismayed. How? You might think, look around you. How can we not be afraid? How can we not be dismayed? Because of Christ. 
because he goes before us, because he goes with us and he's promised to not fail us nor forsake us. So let's just jump into a little bit. This episode is just called Thoughts for... 2023. And I've really wrestled with this episode. What on earth should I talk about in the very first episode? Um, And I just, I don't know, I I have several thoughts that I'm going to kind of share through this. And I hope that the Lord will use them in your heart as we jump into a new year. Um, Hopefully, maybe just the first five minutes here have already been a blessing to you. Um, But these are just some random thoughts as we jump into a new year that God has put on my life and on my heart. So the first one is I have been reading and really studying in the book of Joshua where Joshua calls the children of Israel and he tells them that basically they have to make a choice. In Joshua 24 verse 15, it says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So we are about to walk. I mean, we, we have. We're a couple days in now, especially if you're not listening to this on release day. We are into a new year. And I think that is one of the most foundational things that we could address starting a new year is draw a line in the sand, just in the, in the sand of your life, in your story, draw a line and say, okay, I'm going to choose. One side is going to be self or sin or worldly pleasures. And the other side is going to be Christ is going to be God. Draw a line in the sand and choose, make a choice. Choose ye this day whom ye will serve. And ladies, I hope we all take that step and walk across that mark and say, we choose to serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the days are getting dark. This this day and in, in time that we are in, it is just full of evil and spiritual warfare. And I don't say that to be like, oh, woe is us. You know, why couldn't we have been born, you know, 50, 100, 1,000 years ago? No, we have a wonderful opportunity. Our children have an amazing opportunity to be lights for Christ in one of the generations that may be the generation that sees the second coming of Christ or is definitely closer than any generation has ever been. These are dark days, but these are, are days full of opportunity. But the reality is, you know, sometimes the darkness threatens to, to cause us to dismay, to cause us to fear. And, and as I was reading this and just a charge to ask for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You know, I can't make the decision for you. I can't make the decision for my neighbor. I can't even make the decisions for my country. I can try to do my part and vote and have my, you know, use the voice that, that I have. Um, but, but I can't always control all those things outside of me that I want to. But the other night, I, you, if you listen to the podcast much, you know that music is a huge part of our home. And I, usually it's just instrumental hymns, but I actually had, um, some just worship songs playing and, I was just singing at the top of my lungs and praising the Lord and crying. And, you know, that's nothing foreign to my kids. They weren't concerned about me. They just knew mommy was praising Jesus in the kitchen. Um, But I had to step out on the porch for something. And when I stepped out, I had this thought of, man, there's so much out here that I can't control. But I walked back inside and I heard that worship music. And I thought, no, but I can control 
the atmosphere and the heart of my home. As as the woman, as the wife, as the mother, yes, I understand that the man is to be the, the spiritual leader. And I, and I hope each of our homes has a man in it that is taking charge in that area, that is the leader of the home spiritually. But God gives women this unique opportunity to really to set the tone of home, to to create the heart, to create the atmosphere, to create the environment, um, to create the heartbeat of the home. And uh, the Lord just challenged me with that is, you know, I, I, I need to do my part outside the walls of home. Like I said, you know, be involved in, in government and, and vote and, you know, try to witness to the lost and be involved in your local church. All of those things are so vitally important. But my control is in my own home and I can do so much within the walls of my home to influence my husband, my children, and those who we bring into our home to try to minister to. So that really is just my spiritual challenge to you all is draw that line in the sand and choose, make a choice. And when you make that choice, our pastor says, don't doubt in darkness the choice that you made in the light. If you make that choice, if hard times come, if difficulties come, stand by your choice that you will choose to serve the Lord. I want to go through a list of questions um, here. There's 20 questions, but I'm just going to go through them really quickly. I actually found this on a blog post um, from the Daily Grace Co. And it was just really good in, in thinking about New Year's goals, resolutions, whatever you want to call them as we get into this new year. I'm just really kind of analyzing some things in your life to try to be the best steward you can. And in January, the whole emphasis of January in the podcast um, is to look well to the ways of our households. We find that from Proverbs 31. The Proverbs 31 woman looked well to the ways of her household. And that is really my challenge to you as we start this new year is ask God, how can I best look well to the ways of my household? God has given you a household to steward. That may just be a husband. That may be a husband and children. That may be a husband and adult children and then grandchildren that you might not necessarily steward as in, you know, like you did with your children in the walls of your home, but you still have an influence in. Um, at, maybe you're a single lady. Um, you can still steward your home through through hospitality, through ministry. You still have parents, possibly siblings, that you can minister to. So all of us have a responsibility. There's no excuse for not stewarding our homes well. And so I want to just go through a couple of these questions. And I'll link this blog post down at the bottom if you want to go back and look through these. But just things to think through as we walk into a new year. So question number one, have I been daily prioritizing the careful reading of God's word? Ladies, that's foundational. If we are not prioritizing this in our lives, then all other goals and resolutions can just you know, take a time out. This needs to be first and foremost. Um, and I am going to go ahead and give a plug here. I'll share it again. But one of my goals for this year is to pen the book of Proverbs. I did a podcast episode on that. It's been all over my social media. Um, I have created a scripture writing plan that writing two to four verses a day um, will land you by the end of this year having 
penned the entire book of Proverbs. You have a handwritten journal full of the Proverbs. And I just have an expectant heart to see what God will do as ladies join in on that. Oh my goodness, literally hundreds. I believe if I've counted correctly, we have 37 states, four or five Canadian provinces, and I think we're up to nine countries that are represented in the downloads of that. So you can go to nohighercalling.org. It is in my shop. It is a free download. Um, So go ahead and get that. I know we're a couple days in, but it's still not too late to try to get caught up on that. But join in. So number one, have I been daily prioritizing the careful reading of God's word? Number two, am I relying on prayer daily as an act of utter need and dependence on God. Make prayer a continual conversation with God. Don't box it off to 5, 10, 15 minutes in the morning or in the evening. And I'm not saying don't have that time. It's wonderful to set aside a specific time where you work through a prayer list or something like that. I have an app that I use um, that I really like using for that. But talk with God all day. Bring him into your day and let him... uh, express to him (laughs) that you come to him in utter dependence upon him. Number three, am I creating healthy eating habits? Number four, have I been stewarding my bedtime well? That one's convicting for me. Working on that one. Um, Number five, have I been productive at work? Number six, am I making the extra effort to care for my home and serve my family? Number seven, how have I been cherishing and making time for my spouse? Um, You know, sometimes life gets busy and we become more like roommates, but really to try to cherish them and make time for them. I know one thing that I really want to work on in this new year is listening to Simeon better. I tend to listen with my eyes and my ears, but my brain is not engaged in what he's saying. It's making my grocery list or, you know, thinking about tomorrow's homeschooling lesson. I want to try to get my entire self involved into listening what to, to what he has to say. Um, the next one is number eight. In what ways can I show more attention and thoughts to my children? I'm also going to try to work on listening to my children more. Phone down, book down, other things down, and really locking eyes with them and listening to what they have to say. Number nine, how can I take note of the simple joys of my days? This has been something that I've really been striving to do in my own personal life is look for the simple joys, the simple pleasures. It could be birds on my bird feeder. I love birds. Birds remind me that God will take care of me. He promises to take care of the sparrow. How much more will he take care of me? That's a simple joy, but oh, does it bring such depth of joy to my heart. Number 10, in what ways do I need to unplug from social media and electronics? I think we all could set some boundaries in this new year to help us better steward this tool. It is a tool, um, but it often controls us instead of us controlling it. Number 11, how can I seek to steward my time well? Um, I know I am trying to really pray through and talk with my husband. How can we better manage our time to be productive with it? Number 12, how can I think more intentionally about the ways I spend money? So I have an episode coming a little bit later in the month giving some ideas on how to uh, steward your money well. Um, But number 13, what has my involvement in the church looked like and how can I aim to serve well this year? If you're not involved or even if if you're not a member of a local church, find a a strong doctrinal local church that you can join yourself to and serve there. 
just get involved. It has been, it, it, well, I mean, one, the Lord commands it. Two, it is so rewarding to invest your life and your family into the local church. Number 14, who have I been able to meet and connect with this year? Number 15, what relationships do I hope to take deeper? 16, have I been celebrating and acknowledging the gifts of my friends and family? 17, how have I been stewarding the gifts God has given me? 18. In what ways am I trusting God in this season? Number 19. How have I seen God faithfully provide for me recently? 20. What areas of my life do I see a need for growth and sanctification? And sanctification is a word that has come up all throughout the podcast in 2022. Um, but that's kind of what I'm asking myself as we go into this year. Um, Lord, keep me on that sanctification process. Keep me on that road. It, d- it doesn't always look easy or beautiful, but it is a path that makes me more like Christ. And I want to stay on that. I want to walk his path of life. So those are just some questions to kind of, you know, in self-reflection or analyzing, or as you're just praying, well, how can I grow? How can I be more sanctified? How can I be more Christ-like? Maybe work through some of those and pray through some of those. Um, Pray through them. Ask the Lord, what what are your priorities for the year? Because maybe his priorities look a little bit different than yours and you want to get his heart on the matter. Get your husband involved. Take a date night. Um, you know, put the kids to bed and have a little chat over tea or something. Um, we do that quite frequently and go through these things. You know, as a, as a family, as a couple, um, yeah, as individuals, how can you steward yourself, your marriage, your family, your home, um, better in this new year? And then I just want to share a couple different things that we are making goals for this new year. So um, I shared my reading goal already on uh, last week's episode. Um, So my reading goal is the same as last year, read 50 books this year and then one book per quarter with my husband, keeping that same goal because I barely got it by the skin of my teeth. Um, so that's my reading goal. Again, I am committing to pen the Proverbs. We're going to write the entire book of Proverbs out in this new year. Um, another one that we are going to take is the thousand hours outside challenge. So I will link in the show notes, um, kind of where I got that from the Instagram account of the lady who heads all of that up, but we are going to try to track it and we are try going to try to spend 1000 hours outside. We already spend a lot of time outside, um, I've done podcast episodes before. We do not do hardly any TV um, or, you know, like video games or anything like that in our home. And since taking that out, um, we really, if you take something away, you need to replace it. So we have replaced it with a lot of books and we have replaced it with a lot of outside time. So we already do that, but I don't, I don't think we come close to a thousand hours. So I'm excited to really try to be more intentional about that. Not to mention, we are about to move to beautiful Sydney, Australia. There are all kinds of amazing outdoor places to explore and the weather is a little more favorable than it is here in East Tennessee. And really, I can't complain about East Tennessee, but it's a little bit warmer in Australia. So hopefully we will hit the thousand hours outside challenge. Um, Another thing that I want to do, and and this is one of those things that at first I was like, how is that a goal? It's not like measurable. It's not something that I know for sure I can check off my list, but it is a goal nonetheless. And that is to make our house a home. So we're about to move. We're going to be in a new place. And I really just want to make it a priority in my heart and mind to 
to make it into a home. And yes, that does mean to buy new decor and to, you know, pick out cute couches and all of those things. But more than that, a home is so much more than the stuff that takes up space. A home is really, um, like I said earlier, the heartbeat of your family. Um, the you know what makes you you. What is the emphasis of our home? So making uh, the shell of a house into a home is more than just the decor that I choose or the meals that we make. Um, it is it is the atmosphere that I create in that home. It is the memories that we make. It is the people that we have enter into our home. So that's going to be really kind of a just an undefined goal, but one that I'm trying to keep on the forefront of my mind is to just to let that process happen. And again, I have to give myself grace because I would love for that to happen, you know, by February, (laughs) but that's going to be a process. And I don't even know if it's one that I'll finish in in a year because life just changes and, you know, you have to adapt. And and on that topic, I want to talk it, talk really quick about having a quarterly check-in. So I'm going to do an episode later about quarterly planning because it's something that Simeon and I have started doing and it has been so helpful. We always have like a little month end, well, it's more like a month end budget chat, but sometimes it comes, you know, as we're going through the budget, as we're looking to the next month, what do we need to spend? It's kind of our time where we go through like, okay, these are some upcoming things that we want to do or don't do. It's kind of like our reassessing time. So we kind of always do that month to month. Um, but in 2022, we started also doing it quarterly. And a lot of that is more kind of no higher calling heavy as opposed to family heavy. So just as we're trying to put out new products and do different things and plan for the podcast, and he is just, I mean, in the midst of all of that with me, we quarterly plan. All that to say, um, in goal setting, in all of this, and looking at a new year, um, it's I, I think it's a great idea, and I plan to, to kind of have a quarterly check-in with yourself. So we went through the first three months. Okay, what are, what were my goals? How am I doing? Am I keeping up with my pen, the Proverbs? Or is that something that I need to be more... Um, take more care in? Do I need to, okay, maybe I'm forgetting. So I need to put that on my nightstand. So it's the first thing I see in the morning, or maybe I need to choose to, Hey, I'm not going to pick up my phone until I've written my verses from Proverbs for the day, whatever you need to do, check in with yourself. Um, maybe you're setting a reading goal. Oh, well, I'm kind of falling off. That's okay. If you assess by the end of the first quarter, you can implement some things to make changes. Okay. I'm going to commit to a chapter a day, or I'm going to set aside this, you know, maybe you have a work commute. So I drive to work for 15 minutes. It's going to be my audiobook time. I'm going to make sure that on the way to work, I always listen to my audiobook or whatever. Um, you're maybe you're trying to get outside more. Maybe you're not going to commit to a thousand hours outside, but maybe you just want 15 minutes out in the sunshine. Maybe you wanted to try to take more walks or different things. I think it is wonderful to somehow incorporate getting outside, moving. Um, I know that just the sun brings so much joy and lifts my mood. Um, So get outside, get some fresh air. It's good for your body. It's good for your mind. And and whatever your goals are, just maybe that month, that quarterly check-in would help you to kind of, okay, where am I at and what do I need to put into place to kind of get back on? Because I know how it is. And we said it at the beginning, you've got to give yourself grace. Um, Some things are going to fall by the wayside and some things are going to need to. Um, Other things might start falling by the wayside, but they really are a priority to you. So you just need to reassess. Why is this not coming together like I wanted to? And how can I make some changes to get back on track? Um, But those are just some random thoughts on a new year, 
some questions to ask, some spiritual encouragement as you try to really start this year off with the Lord, with pursuing His heart for your heart and your home. And then just sharing a little bit of what we're going to, Lord willing, be getting ourselves into this year as we set some goals for our family. So I would love to hear what your goals are. I will put up a little question box on my Instagram so you guys can engage with me and share what your uh, goals are for the year. Who knows? Maybe I'll steal one. Um, you feel free to steal some of mine. So feel free to engage with me on Instagram. You can always email me at nohighercallingpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you and hear what some of your goals are for the new year. And I look forward to walking through this year with you ladies. I don't know what all it's going to look like. We have a lot of big things on the horizon and we are just so thankful and excited that we are finally at this stage of the game. We will be, well, we aren't, we, it's not a will be, we are in the process of packing our bags and getting things ready to go. We fly to Australia, January 25th. Um, but between now and then I have some great podcast episodes lined up for you as you just seek to look well to the ways of your household. And I'm just really looking forward to seeing what the Lord has in this new year. So I look forward to walking through it with you. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.